Just for girls. This is one of our most exciting episodes I think we've ever done. We have a very, very special guest. Yeah, we're just going to jump straight into the episode today, like, no fucking around. We've got a very special guest called David. 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 (laughs) You may know him more as. Say hello, David. Hey, everyone. Thanks for having me on, girls. We are honestly so excited. So, David, tell us a little bit about... Give us the rundown. Yeah, let's start at the start. So, I am a psychic medium. So, I have the ability to communicate with those that have crossed over. So, like your loved ones who have essentially died, your family, your friends and people that are connected to you. Uh, and I'm also a psychic, which means that I can foresee and predict the future. So, Oh, my God. I've never both. been Wait, more Wait, so they're excited. two different things. Yeah, two different things. So, a medium will talk to those that have crossed over and a psychic is more about predictions and sort of seeing future events. I didn't so, know that you did both. I yeah. thought you were just a medium. Yeah. So, I, well, I, all mediums are psychics. Right. But not all psychics are mediums. So, there's a little bit of a tidbit for you. Wow. <laughs> and how did you, like, discover that you had this It's ability. like a sixth sense, is it not? Like, yeah, basically. I mean, it's. I believe every single person can do what I do. Like, I don't yeah. see there's anything necessarily special about me. Like, we all have intuition. We've all got gut feelings. Like... Uh, I say we're all uh, souls having a human experience at the moment. Like we're not humans having a spiritual experience. Okay. So my story is very unique. So like I'm in my 30s now and I grew up not being religious. I didn't believe in spirituality necessarily. Like I yeah. didn't have a view of life after death because I'd never really experienced it. Yeah. And my background's um, corporate. Like I was working in criminal prosecution for most of my 20s sure. in legal and I got recommended to go see a medium from a work colleague of mine. And I was like, oh, like open-minded. Like I thought I'd just go for like shits and gigs really mostly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and at that stage, my grandfather had crossed over. So I was like, well, if she's legit, then she'll be able to. Yeah, and if not, him. what's the harm? Exactly. Because that's yeah. how I looked at it. Like I was like, it's just for fun, really. And she blew my mind away. Uh, like she was recounting conversations word for word that like, I mean, we could sit here for a hundred years. You'd never even guess. And Yeah, because that's the thing that wigs me out. I'm like when people go, yeah, I had a reading and it, they like mentioned like my dead dog. I'm like, did they kind of just go off on a whim guessing that you had a, like a dead dog? Like <laughs> I don't know, that's I'm what very... I kind of think of it as like. But yeah. when you said that they recounted conversations and stuff like that, that's when I'm like, oh. I want to believe that it's like a real thing. No, and I, I totally believe it. Like, I absolutely love it. I'm so excited. <laughs> no, but I like that way of thinking as well because I think it's good to be an open-minded skeptic because yeah. the proof should be provided to you. Like, yeah. you know, seeing is believing. And that's how I looked at it as well because yeah. I was skeptical at the start. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, she really changed my opinions. But she also ran a mentoring class and she said to me within the first 10 minutes of me being there, she's like, you realize you can do this. And I was like, as a child, I'd never saw anything. I never felt anything. Yeah. Like I didn't have like spirits at the end of my bed like a lot of people have. Um, my intuition, my gut feeling was always really in tune as a teenager. Yeah. Like I gave 10 out of 10 advice to all my friends and stuff. Yeah. But like never thought it was anything more than just, you know, sort of that. Yeah. So I ended up doing mentoring with her and uh, it turns out I was, you know, Great really – yeah, natural ability. Like, yeah. it's kind of the, as we were saying before, like, everyone's a soul, everyone's got this human experience. Like, I believe everyone, as I was saying, can do it. But I say, you know, not every 
one sings like Taylor Swift at the start. Yes, like some I people have are that very, that outlook on life in general. Like if yeah. everyone's like, if everyone could be an athlete, then athletes wouldn't be special. Everyone can do something, but not everyone's going to be amazing at it. Yeah, we've all got sense. natural talent. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, for, to use your analogy, like if we trained for 10 years, okay, we might be good athletes yeah some people able just to run a marathon but i wouldn't be able to do it very well <laughs> yeah like i would be i don't think i could run a marathon if i trained for 10 years <laughs> let's hold it at that now yep. yeah yeah no. 10 years we're gonna see if we can run a marathon <laughs> no thank you has it ever been a burden to you that you can like hear and know all these things or is there a point where you can almost shut it off and only get those things in a reading or do you get it when you're just walking around in your daily life Nah, I mean, it's such a great question. So for me, it was definitely like a process that I developed into really well. So at the very start, I kind of looked at it like a party trick. So I was always really open and just like didn't really necessarily give it the- Hey, guess what, guys? You're breaking up tomorrow. <laughs> Legit, but I used to, like I had the reputation of being the guy in the clubs in my mid-20s that would have a few drinks and then randomly read people on the dance floor and make them cry. Fuck, like, I you know? wish <laughs> I ran into you at Bloody Emerson. <laughs> Tell me about myself. Well, the funny thing, I was actually at the market, which was the original Emerson back yeah, in the day. Yeah, really? <laughs> That's crazy. Before it was Emerson. So for me, it's it's definitely been a journey because I've been able to build this gift for 14 years now, really. Mm. Like for, I've been full-time for seven years as a psychic medium, but I've got very strong boundaries. Yeah. So when I'm out in public, like I, I don't put a wall up necessarily, but it's more of a protection thing. Like I it will stop energy sort of coming in. I won't feel anything. So I say there's a very strong... Uh, difference between David and David the medium. Like when yeah, I'm out right. in public or living life or at events or, um, you know, doing social things, it's I'm yeah. David. You're not just like reading people while they're talking to nah, you. Nah. Like, yeah, I yeah. mean, some people like being able to do that, but you also need to have that barrier and it's good sort of protection itself at the same time as well because you can get exhausted. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, you want to be able to switch off and have people enjoy who you are as a person, not yeah. just because you're a medium and 100%. that you can read them. You're like, come on, like, let's just have a normal conversation. conversation. I don't always want to I feel like that would be frustrating. People, yeah. Like, do people kind of always expect you to try and read them? Like... If you're having a conversation, do they sometimes like, all right, like read me and you're like, Babe. what's my future? Yeah. Well, I mean, it does happen quite often. And I, yeah. I mean, I'm, it doesn't make me like mad or anything like that. Like yeah. I understand the curiosity and yeah. like I, I understand that there's a bit of a difference to me in that sense. Like not yeah. everyone does what I do. Um, I like it. Well, what was your first impressions? Did you think that I was reading you girls when I first met you? Uh, I think the first thing I said to you was, I don't want you to read me because I don't want you to tell me that I'm going to break up with my ex. <laughs> I think I, that was the first thing I'm I said. Sure and you're like, haha, I won't. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, shit. <laughs> I was obviously like foreshadowing a few things. But, you know, that's a really funny thing to mention though because like I'm not reading people when I'm out in public or at events or, you know, at social things. But I say it really is for all of us, but especially for me, it's like tuning in a radio. Like we all operate on different frequencies. Yeah. Like everything is energy at, yeah. at the end yeah. of the day. And that's like science, not spiritual. Like yeah. we all understand that everything's energy. So being able to connect with spirit or being able to have a heightened intuition is literally like just tuning in a radio frequency in. Yeah. Right. Guys, David actually read, did a reading for my mum and my sister back in 2017. So that's how I knew about him. So I've known about David for years and years and years. And one funny thing that David said is, he said he could smell chicken nuggets while he was talking to my mum because my parents were McDonald's franchisees and they own McDonald's stores. So I just thought that was a hilarious little thing to add. But I believe very much in this stuff. I've had readings before, so I'm 
so excited because mum just thinks you're amazing. Yeah, your mum and sister were like some of my OG clients. Like, yeah, that was when I was still doing face-to-face at my family home. Like, that was really? yeah, like seven years ago now. It's crazy. crazy. Yeah, I was about to ask, like, what you do now day-to-day, like how your life looks being a psychic. Yeah, give us a day in the life, David, the medium. Because yeah. the reason why we all got, like – linked up and connected is because we're all under one day dream the management so how does your like one day dream help you out how do you, what do you do in like your everyday life mm. now obviously you said you used to work in like the corporate world yeah what do you do like so, today yeah i mean i left the corporate world right before i turned 30 so i'm nearly 37 now so it's been seven years so i um have just run my own business the whole time like yeah. so i aim to do anywhere from 20 to 25 readings a week Wow. Um, so I'm really fortunate to have like a really big waiting list and a lot of people that are interested to come and see me. And yeah. um, I'm so routinal at the same yeah, time. Like same. I like to get up, do Pilates, go to the gym, go for a walk, Slay. have breakfast. Reading my language. So, yeah. <laughs> get some sun for 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I usually read just weekdays. Like I kind of still structure it like a work day. Like yeah. I kind of do from like 11 to 4.30. And then I'm fortunate in the sense like one day dream has been great to sort of just, you know, sort of nut out some plans and stuff with them but I already like had the business I love it like I don't feel like I work and that's the best thing of all like when you find something that you love doing and you know I guess the three of us in our own ways are so unique yeah we don't we don't fit into like that I guess that nine to five like we're structuring ourselves girls yeah (laughs) obviously yeah you do readings and private readings for clients and you have a wait list as that and you said you run like manifest workshops tell us a bit about that and tell us a bit about manifesting i'm a huge manifester i think i've manifested my whole life I don't necessarily know how to do it. I just like do it myself. Well, you're doing well, sis. Thanks. We've said going into this year, like we say things like they've already occurred versus like things that we're hoping for. And like thus far, I feel like pretty much all the things that we've like hoped for for us as a pair and like just for girls is. We say it like we already have it. It's just not there yet. Yeah, Yeah. pretty well come into existence. So yeah, I've always learned about manifesting through mum, but Mm. I can learn from someone that maybe is a bit better at explaining it. (laughs) Or that like people, if people want to join, like what can they do? Like tell us a bit about manifesting. Yeah, so I mean, I like to see myself as sort of like what I call a gateway medium. Like I love Mm -hmm. to introduce things to people, whether it's readings or manifestations in such an easy, normal, understanding way. Like Mm -hmm. I like to be so mainstream about it because it is mainstream. Like it's not supernatural. It's actually just supernatural. Yeah. So when it comes to manifesting, I run these online um, events. I call them 22 Minutes to Manifest. I've sort of been doing them every six weeks at the moment. Um, but basically, it's just everyone joins on Zoom. We can get up to a thousand people. Um, and I just give insights and tips on how best to manifest. Like the biggest secret around manifesting is yeah that belief and that knowledge that it is already yours. Like when yeah. you're picturing future events, like it's not wishful thinking because wishful thinking makes it seem like it's a dream or makes it seem like it's not actually attainable. Yeah. You know, even paying attention to the way that you talk. Like if you say something, you're like, oh, I wish I could do that or, oh, I'd love to be able to do that myself. But like you're already showing the universe that you don't think that it's possible. So part of these online events that I do, it's all about, yeah, training the mind, how to think in certain ways, um, the way in which you communicate and talk. But the most important thing when it comes to manifesting with whatever it is in your life, so whether it's, you know, work, opportunities, money, you know, partners, it's imagining the emotional connection behind it as well. Like pay attention to how it makes you feel. Like what, whatever you're manifesting in your life, girls, like if I was to say to you, okay, yeah, but how does it make you feel? Like if you're in that moment and you're imagining and picturing yourself living that life, 
Um, it's all about the emotional connection behind it because that's what makes it real and that's what the universe will actually connect with and draw into. Right. Yeah. So do you have to speak about it in a way that it will make you feel a certain way? Is that how? Well, that as well. But like if I was to say to you, okay, Sam, you, you've met your dream guy. Yeah. Like you can picture him in your head, of course. Yeah. When you're sitting there on the couch, how do you feel him, when yeah. you're next to him? Legit, that's what it's like. Like, that's when, what you're, it's like. Yeah. when so you're when I like want to manifest my dream guy, I'm gonna have to say how he makes me feel. Yeah. Like I feel really oh. safe. He's like, do you know what I mean? You, yeah. But imagine that feeling because we've all had it before. Okay, we might not be with our current partners now, but like when you're cuddled up on the couch watching a movie, and you're like in his arms, like how does that make you feel? Like that remembering. That oh, real beautiful emotional like life. Blushing. <laughs> I don't know who it is. All three of us are like sliding yeah. off the same way. <laughs> but it's sort of like, yeah, the emotional connection and the the feelings behind everything is what a, attracts the energy towards us. Yeah. Like especially when it comes to manifesting and, you know, I'm doing one very soon um, on romance and love and connections. Mm-hmm. Like we can all picture the kind of guy that we would want to be with. Like, and be superficial as fuck. Like, you know what I mean? If you want him to have great arms and abs, like, imagine it. Yeah. yeah. But it's also about remembering uh, as well. And this is also good, not just for relationships, but for everything we're wanting to manifest into our life. Are we the kind of person that what we're wanting to attract is attracted to? Oh. So like, I can't just be like, I want to date Brad Pitt. Like, I'm a child and he's not going to. Is that what you mean? <laughs> well, you know. Like, you, can- you shouldn't be unreasonable. No, it's like more the fact of, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's like I want to, I want this amazing person, but am I the person I'm putting out, is that going to attract oh, that amazing person? Exactly what if it I'm is. robbing yeah. banks and everything like that, but I want to have a super rich lifestyle and an amazing family, I'm not doing, I'm not being the right person for that. Yeah, 100%. Like if you're wanting to manifest a guy into your life that's all about family and he's all about business and success, but you're like really slacking your routines. Like you right. fight with okay. everyone. Like, are you the kind of girl that he wants in his life? Yeah. So it's about paying attention to our daily habits as well. Like it's raising our own vibrations and our own energies to really attract what we want and deserve into our lives. But we also have to be attractive and deserving of it. Of it, yeah. Totally. Yeah, mm-hmm. like even with jobs, like how are you going to get a really good job or how are you going to get a really good contract if, you if you're really slacking shit at your job? Like you're not going to yeah. get a promotion. You're not going to get a job offer. You're not going to get that. Um, you know, influencer arrangement. Like, that's the thing. It's sort of yeah. like you've got to be that person that attracts it in. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. So, we obviously, David, as he said, is a psychic and a psychic medium. So, we wanted to have a little reading and we were going to do it separately because we didn't know how the energies would go. But David said we can do a little, little group reading. Well, he said we also know so much about each other that it wasn't like. Yeah. We're both not concerned about what may arise. So. I am. <laughs> I'm chilling. Bro, he just told me that I could have my appendix taken out. Yeah, sick. he goes, because I'm camera. sick and I mentioned that I was sick. And David was like, is it in your stomach? I'm like, no, nah, it's like more my lungs. He's like, either of you had your appendix out? We're like, no. <laughs> it's going to be a rough day for one of us. <laughs> yeah, anyway, maybe not at the end of the day. But yeah, we just wanted to obviously be open with you girls as well. So you guys are. And guys. Guys and girls are finding out a little bit about our spirits. Everything. Demons? Oh, about, not demons. <laughs> Hopefully not demons. Whoa. Hopefully. I don't know. I'm new to this. All right. No, your loved ones in spirit will be connecting with today. So people that are family and friends and just people that are a part of your life that I connect with. 
um, and you know when I read for people like I mean you raised a really interesting point before about what are told I like to really aim for specificity because I want you everyone who has readings with me like I want you to feel like you are sitting down with them again like I don't yeah. want the most important thing for everyone to remember regardless of your view of religion or spirituality is that when our loved ones cross over, the energy doesn't just disappear. Like, and that, again, that's a scientific thing. Like, energy, once it's created, doesn't just suddenly disappear. So, even though your loved ones may have crossed over, they are still around you. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just so fortunate to be able to connect with them, irregardless of anyone in your life. And it doesn't matter how long they've been passed for, they are still around us. So, when I read people, I have the ability to see, hear, and feel, which means that when I see, I can sort of see images of them in my head, but it's also like I watch home movies as well. So, they will also use my own brain kind of like a library. Um, hearing is being able to hear spirits, so they kind of sound like sometimes they're down the end of the hallway yelling out at me, but they also use my internal voice. Uh, and feeling is feeling emotions. If someone unfortunately had a heart attack, like my heart will get sore. If they're really happy about something, I'll feel the happiness. Um, you know, cloudiness through the mind represents Alzheimer's and dementia. So it's a mixture of all three, but I also have the ability to taste and smell. So tasting nuggets. chicken nuggets. <laughs> um, and, you know, if, if someone was a smoker, I can smell tobacco and things like that as well. Yeah. So let's get into it. Let's tune that radio in because already we have an older female who's instantly jumped forward. Um, and she says, but she didn't tell her mother that she was doing, oh, this might be for you then. She didn't tell her mother that she was doing this properly today. Um, and she says, but her mum is my daughter, Dave. Um, so instantly for you, Sam, we have your mum's mum stepping oh. forward. Has she passed away? <laughs> and she was like, I'm so glad we can do this, Dave, because I didn't get the proper opportunity to tell Sam and all my grandkids how much I loved her. I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing this for one minute. <laughs> I knew I was going to cry today. I didn't get yeah. to say goodbye to my yeah. man. No. Well, that's what she wants you to know. Even though I didn't get the chance to say goodbye, I want her to know how much I love her. That's um, so sweet. <laughs> she says, because yeah, towards the end of my time, Dave, I wasn't able to communicate properly. Mm. Um, and she says, but I've got a son, your name as well. What? Do you have an Uncle David? Uncle David? Yeah. Bro, that's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. So she's like, I've got a son, your name as well. She's got my three boys. Yeah, my mum's one of four. She's got three older brothers. She's the baby. She's the baby. Yeah. Um, yeah, because she's just really excited. She says, uh, you know, the biggest thing with Sam, Dave, she says, I just need her to trust herself because um, she says it's a remembrance that she hasn't even begun yet and there's so many things coming. Uh, she'll be spending a lot of time in America. Um, and she says, but I just am so glad to be able to tell her that, you know, we're all still watching. I'm still right there. Um, there's a real reference of schools around the family there as well when we said what they're doing. So your grandmother references <laughs> being part of a school environment. Or, so I don't know whether she worked in a school herself, whether mum has or something like that. My but parents are both teachers, yeah. <laughs> that will be it. Um, she definitely spends a lot of time around your mum at the same time as well. Your mum also, which would make sense given that she's the only daughter, but there is a reference of the jewellery that was handed down to Kate. Is Kate your mum? Yes. Yeah, perfect. Um, so the jewellery that was either handed down or the things that Kate wears. So there was also talk within the family about getting something remade. So I don't know whether maybe uh, Kate has a piece of jewellery that either did get remade or there was talks where it's like it could be gifted to you or something that would be remade and given to my girl, which is you. My mum got her, my nan's wedding ring 
reconstructed and made last year. And perfect, now my mum wears it every day. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So let Kate know, well, she might be listening as well, but let Kate know that your grandmother acknowledges that and she's really happy that she did that. Um, and there's also that will be handed down to you at the same time as well. Uh, Howard, where does Howard connect? That's my dad. Oh, your dad. Perfect. Yeah. Still outside, of course. Has he unfortunately lost a parent? Okay, because he's got an older female that does come forward, but it didn't feel like a grandmother. Yeah, so the other conclusion no, is probably hasn't. a grandmother for him. Now, great-grandparents, they are around us, but they don't make their presence clear to me unless uh, they met us, or, or at the very least if they knew about us, even yeah. if our mums were pregnant with us. So I don't know whether there's like a great-grandmother on your dad's side that maybe knew about you. I don't really feel it that strongly, but he does have an older female that does come forward. Uh, where does Enid connect? That's my grandma's name. Maybe there's a Howard in your oh, line, because I don't think that was mine. Enid's my grandma's name. Oh, yeah. And do you have a Howard or a, something like that in your family? I don't know. I don't have many people that have passed away yeah. directly in my family. That are, No, I definitely don't know a Howard. Yeah, because if it is your dad's name, it could be connected. Because it was an older female, but didn't feel like a grandmother. That's what if we're related? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting that you say that, actually. Because, like, soul sister energy. I mean, I like soul sister. But, like, there's no doubt that you've probably been together in past lives before. Crazy. Um, I'm a very strong believer in past lives as well. So because I, yeah. uh, I say the soul comes to earth because it's kind of like classroom for us. Like we come here because there's lessons we have to learn, all the things we have to go through. Um, so the soul can have multiple lessons, multiple journeys. So the close people in our lives, like our family especially, but especially our best friends and all that, there's no doubt that we were together in past lives as well because we're learning lessons together. So yeah, wow. maybe you girls are like... Sisters. Soul sisters. I just love... Your grandmother's very, very strong. Like, wow. she's very excited to be able to just sort of put her arm around you. She does reference being on her feet again as well because she does reference uh, mobility issues towards the end of her time on Earth. Yeah, she had a walking frame. Um, yeah, because she's sort of standing up really strong and really tall. Um, uh, and then referencing, like, when I crossed over, that there was not arguments within the family, but, like, the things sort of... Like, my son's... Uh, like some of them, in, uh, maybe not David, I mean, it might have been David, but there could have been other, because I know you mentioned there was, well, she mentioned there was three. Some of them maybe weren't seen her towards the end of her time on earth. And then when she crossed over, there was sort of all this talk about like the legal side of things in the estates. And then yes, it really was. pissed off my daughter, which would be yes, your mum. it did. Um, but uh, Enid wants the family to know that I'm fine with everything. Like whatever Kate decides, I'm happy with. Okay, so I yeah. don't want there to be sort of any animosity there and if she doesn't speak to any of her brothers, like it's sort of like, you know, it's up to her if she, whatever she wants to do there. Mm -hmm. um, there's an older man coming forward as well. I hate asking questions, but has your grandfather crossed over as well? Yes, yeah. both my grandparents have, yeah. yeah. Um, so this would be your grandfather. He would have passed probably before your grandmother, is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So, and this is a really interesting thing for a lot of people because we do maybe have relatives that we never even met, but it doesn't mm. mean that they're not watching over us. Yeah, well. That's a really good message. Even though you never had the opportunity to meet your grandfather and he may have passed before you were born, you're still up there hanging out. Like she came, your grandmother came forward very strong, obviously, because you have yeah. a relationship with her. But yeah. your grandfather's always been watching over. Yeah, well. They said Howard's building a house. So unless your dad's building a house. He was. He was. He just sold the land. Oh, he's trying to sell the land that he was building a house on. Okay. Yeah. So it is him then. Okay. It must be him. Um, I know you mentioned his parents' uh, earth side, but there's definitely a very strong female that does come forward referencing your father. Um, there's also a minor connection with Los Angeles, but if that doesn't connect, don't worry, because I don't think you've got American heritage, of course. No, nah, but we're going to LA in a couple of weeks. Yeah, we're going oh. to oh, both of you. America yeah. in April. It's not, a, it's not a bad thing. Oh, I no, like, yeah. <laughs> you the way that Iz looked at me, I was like, oh, it's fine. Try <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the trip to America will be very good. There's just a reference of remembering. Someone said the drinks are strong, which they are in America. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's very so you got Coachella. Don't tell me where else you're going, but yeah, I mean they've got you traveling around. So. Uh, yeah, there's a reference of actually two... Tri- did, what did we say about you being in America? We said something about yeah, that Yeah, you said that we? I'm going to be spending a lot of time in yeah. America. Because that's kind of coming forward again for both of you girls at the same time. But it doesn't have to be necessarily work-related. But there's an element of especially towards... Uh, oh, it's a lot in 2025 in particular. But there's an element of probably spending extended periods there as well. Interesting. Um, and... Uh, there's a minor connection with Mexico, but I don't see you girls going to Mexico right now, but apparently it's been talked about. I was going to go at the end of the year. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah. So it's not booked in. You've been talking about it. Yeah, I've been talking perfect. about it, not booked. Yeah. Um, they'll happily have you go to Cabo. They don't want you going to Cancun. Okay. Where were you thinking about going? <laughs> Just all of them. My sister does a lot of Central South America trips, so I wanted to do one over New Year's with my friends. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're fine with. Cancun. Yeah, they're, they don't want to go into Cancun. But they're fine with Tulum and Playa del Carmen, which is kind of all in the same area of Mexico. Yeah. They just don't really want you in Cancun, which is not a warning or anything like that. It, like if you do go to Cancun, it's not a warning. Like if we okay, it just doesn't. Rest assured, I will not be going to. Cancun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, David told me not to go. Yeah, I will like, not be I've in attendance. I've really fucked yeah. your Mexican trip already. Yeah. <laughs> God, your grandmother. Like I, she just keeps hugging. Like it's yeah. this arm that comes. It's a very motherly energy. It's actually yeah. quite beautiful. Yeah, just really quite beautiful. I'm going to tell my mum to listen to this. She'll bawl her eyes out. Yeah. Well, she mentioned Kate by name. Yeah. Um, and she she says, we're all, we're all, which is everyone up there for spirit. She says, we're all just so proud of the girls in particular, Dave. So even Sam's side, they know you. Like they've definitely been sort of watching over. Especially when it comes to Sammy, which is you. It's how she sort of raised herself so quickly. Like, even though there's this, you know, you've got a beautiful sort of family circle around you and everything like that as well. I know you mentioned your parents being teachers, obviously they're connected in that sense, but it's sort of like, it's kind of even how we were talking before about the manifestation of the life that you want, but it's Mm. sort of like how Sam grew up so quickly at the same time and like just really couldn't wait to get out. We used to watch her play hockey or lacrosse. Yeah, hockey. Hockey. I was a very intense hockey player. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I want to see that. That's cool. Yeah, I, I used to love playing hockey growing up. I can already man- imagine the answer is no, but you don't want to get back into it? I, I, I kind of want to get back into it, but I struggle to find the time. I wish yeah. I could get back into it, yeah. I kind of want to tell you to get back into it. Like, okay. I just think something, especially over 2024, I mean, obviously, you know, you've got a lot of things going on and, you know, work and social and just life, but yeah. um, they're referencing indoor. So okay, I don't yeah. know whether there could be an element of like, a, can you do mixed? Yeah. Oh, you can? Yeah. Mixed indoor hockey. I used to play mixed. Oh, you did. You used to play mixed already. Oh, yeah. perfect. Okay, because that's what it feels like. Because I kind of felt like I saw a guy there, but I was like, I don't know if I want to play with a guy who's got a stick. Like, yeah, <laughs> okay. Um, so basically, the reason that your family brings that up for you, Sam, because in a lot of ways, not only are you very good at it, but it's so meditative for you. Right. Like yeah, it really okay. helps calm your mind because where they go with both of you girls, but especially you, Sam, like your mind's constantly taking over. Like yeah. throughout the day, it's like, yeah. so to be able to. Someone says she looks like Lady Gaga, and I've said that about you before. Like, yeah, yeah, I get that, I get that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, both of you talking about Hawking. They're like, she looks like Gaga. Yeah, so if you get the opportunity to, and you think you can fit it into your schedule, it'll be very beneficial in terms of okay. not only balancing your energy, but also like helping to ground and structure as well. And that will be brought up in America. So. Oh. Well, she's meeting the hockey player in America. <laughs> it's so interesting because this comes up a lot when I do read uh, for 
people, especially girls in particular, that have that, you know, that very driven sort of aspirational energies. And mm-hmm. I find even for a lot of girls listening and boys as well, of course, but I find for a lot of us that have sort of this different kind of structure of life that is very sort of unique in some ways, a lot of our partners aren't actually in Australia longer term. Right. Um, and it's for you, and maybe this is why you spend a lot more time in America even, but maybe. there's a real reference of like, I, I'm not saying you're going to meet them necessarily when you're in um, America for Coachella or anything like that, but you've got a very strong connection with actually connecting with the American sports. Because even as I'm talking right now, they're all referencing like Travis and Taylor. So it's kind of like, you know, the kind of the girl who's a bit more like not sporty, well, even though you've got the hockey, but it's kind of connecting with the sports sort of thing so i'll take it yeah. doesn't mean that you marry them and spend the rest <laughs> yeah. of your life with them but definitely uh if there's any guys that come in and you know no doubt you'll meet heaps of people when you're over there especially in coachella and environments like that um they're referencing the night events which would probably be um neon at coachella after the they do that neon playground thing at night oh, yeah. i can't remember what it's called it's like right after coachella at night they do like a neon festival um so yeah have you met any guys and like no pressure but like any guys that are in hockey i think there's good connections to be built there to be very fair if you're open to it um it could also be you've got a guy with a very strong connection with sydney as well um so either it could mean that he's moved to sydney he grew up in sydney he spends a lot of time in sydney you could have a business that's based in sydney but you've got a very strong opera house harbour bridge energy and not to upset any guys listening, but I think for both of you moving forward, like the next sort of strong relationship energies that come in isn't anyone you've necessarily met so far. Thank that gosh. makes me happy though. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I like that. Every guy listens like, oh. Like, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Because especially for 2024 in particular, like it is a very strong year of uh, new beginnings and a very sort of fast paced, like, drastic change environments like a lot of the world this year i mean we're only you know filming this in february right now of course but it's not necessarily an easy year ahead i already feel like this year has been the busiest year it's busy and chaotic and especially once we hit probably end of march april the world starts getting a bit heavy again so there can be some very big world events that can occur that will really be like fucking hell like you know what i mean the energy it's not but my word for 2024 so i go into kind of like a meditative state at the end of every year and i actually get given a word for spirit that helps um guide or guidance essentially for the year ahead yeah and the word that came to me for 2024 was adapt Uh, and it's all about sort of adapting to situations and not letting sort of them control you so the most important thing for everyone listening to remember but especially for you know even us as well like even though the it's sort of essentially even though the world's crazy it's paying attention to what you can control and what you can't uh, and adapting your circumstances and your situations to things that are out of your control so it's about sort of learning to bend and not break yeah um, so when it comes to dating uh, and relationships, especially at the moment, I mean, it's all about sort of how we c- can create new beginnings and how we learn from the past. Yeah. So for both of you with you know previous relationships, you both deserve and need guys in your life that aren't the usual either. Like, you know what I mean? It, it, whether, you know, whether they're in sports or not, it's not important, but they have to be so unique. But the key word is aspirational. Yes. That's like a big thing that I look for. It's yep. huge. And yep. it's hard to find aspirational guys in Melbourne, I find, to be very right. fair. And that's kind of where spirit sort of led into it before when a lot of people that have sort of different energies, their partners maybe aren't necessarily 
here. Yeah, like wipe the slate clean. Like obviously we've all got sort of past relationships energy. So it's kind of like learn the lessons about mm-hmm. them. Like who were you in those relationships? And this is for everyone listening as well. Like everyone can do this uh, for right now. Like it's like who were you in those relationships? What qualities did you have that you loved about yourself? What qualities that you hate that you found a bit fucking toxic maybe mm. um, that you need to change? Who were they and why did it not necessarily work out with them? Yeah. And it's sort of like take the best and the worst and kind of use it like a painting easel and now paint a new picture. Yeah. So it's like really wiping the slate clean. Like it's like sort of pretending for both of you that you've never actually dated before. Okay. Uh, but you have and you've got yeah. past memories and knowledges and the trials and the traumas and everything like yeah. that as well. But this is all new beginnings. It's fine. I'm happy to wipe the slate clean. Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the, and that's the thing because like a lot of us maybe are sort of, um, you know, no one's suggesting you guys are, of course, but it's sort of like sometimes we are really hung up on the past. But it's mm-hmm. like, what are we actually hung up on? Because these guys ain't shit really. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like we're hung up on who they usually represent. Yeah. And that's not reality. So that's about adapting again at the same time. Yeah. So... Uh, I think, yeah, I think for both of you in a lot of ways, America will be a very interesting time this year. Yeah. Um, well, we kind of said that, like, we really want to go and push ourselves out there mm. in, like, a networking sense and really kind of get our name out in America. Because there's no denying that America is the bigger country and the mm. bigger Got so many opportunities. Well, metropolitan LA and the surrounding cities has the population of Australia. Exactly. So that's just LA. Yeah. So it's kind of like your grandmother was telling you both before, it's a remembrance, like it's work. Yeah. Um, And it's sort of like, you know, even though she's got so far, she hasn't begun yet. So that's really for both of you at the same time. That's amazing. So That's what we want to hear. Yeah, Yeah, totally. But it's remember that like whatever you're doing, especially when you're in America, um, even if you're going to private events or house parties or just hanging out, you're working at the time. And the drinks are strong. And and fuck, the drinks are strong. (laughs) Actually, So a big theme this year is definitely around friendships as well. And it's just sort of like with all the people in our circles, whether close friends or relationships, if you feel like you can trust them, then trust them. But if there's any sort of elements uh, of things that maybe they are doing or will do in uh, this year in particular, just really pay attention to how it makes you feel. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like just because we have friendships or relationships uh, with certain people um, doesn't mean that that sets the trajectory for how things will go. Like just because we yeah. understand someone and we're friends with them or we're in a relationship with them doesn't mean that it will always be like that. So it's the element of also, to use the spiritual word again, adapting. Yeah. Um, just pay attention to every circumstance and situation that we're involved with with people and just make up your own opinions based on everything that's going on then. But just put yourself first and look after yourself. I just want to know more about like relationships and people and like love and like if not my goal in life but something I always want is like I want to be able to love my partner for the rest of my life like I love love is that something that like you can see in my future or am I gonna have like tumultuous relationships my whole life nah not at all I mean this is the thing because even as you're talking spirit holds a mirror up to you so the mirror for me and it's for both of you but the mirror represents self-reflection yeah so when you're asking if you're going to find that person will you tell me do you want to Yes. Perfect. Then it's done. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. it's kind of even as Spirit was saying before with uh, past relationships and everything that we learn, like what are the lessons there? Why did that relationship not necessarily work out the way that I wanted? Like was yeah. it his personality? Was it something that I did? It's was always it? him. Yeah, well, <laughs> usually it is. But yeah. the thing is to re- – usually it is. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but like the thing is to remember what we don't change, we accept. Mm. And if guys will always, guys are necessarily not as smart as women in that sense as well. Yeah. So guys are very black and white, especially the younger guys in particular. They've thrown up red flags already yeah. in a lot of ways. 
Mm-hmm. If you accept the red flag, then you're accepting it. If that yeah. makes sense. So it's uh, even though they might be the way that they are, it's also how they come into our, our lives and how we choose to react with them and how we choose to accept parts of them as well. Yeah. Um, so even as I was saying that, Spirit took off rose-coloured glasses. So especially with the guys in both of your lives, don't look at it through rose-coloured glasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They might be someone who maybe does have a public image. They might be very aspirational. They could be quite wealthy. They could be doing this. They could be doing that, whatever. But if they're throwing up red flags, they're already showing you who they really are. Interesting. And it's not their fault if you accept it. Yeah. Yeah. So... When it comes to uh, romance and love and connection moving forward, I mean, it's also the element of manifesting it, of course, as well, but it's completely there for both of you. Like, like do you see anything, like, fun and, like, specific? Why is it, it's all about the Americans for both of you, to be very fair. It's funny because I'm not, like, I always say the American accent's, like, so something that, like, grinds me, but... You don't well, like I, I'm I don't just like so it. intrigued. I'm, I like, a, as you said... 2024 like you said adapting and being adapting to your new situation obviously I've had like a huge life change ending my relationship at the end of last year Mm. so I'm kind of I've got the mindset on my head this year being like say yes to everything you're adapting to your new life and Mm. things have changed at your age and Izzy and I had a conversation about this last week like so many new things are coming up to me Mm. for me at this age that I'm just taking it with open arms but when you said America I have said my whole life I'll I would never move. I'd stay in Australia mm. and everything like that. And I don't really like America. And I've had that very narrow mindset. But the whole time, all I've wanted to do at the start of this year is go to America. Mm. And I don't know why. I just find that super, super interesting. And because I've never had an inkling to go to America in my life. But mm. all I want to do is go to America. The energy is drawing you in now. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's very relevant, I would say. Because sometimes people. Uh, like I've had the same mindset on certain things before as well. It's like, I want nothing to do with it. No, no, no. And then I'm like, oh. And then you know, the universe will take me there for a reason. And yeah. then everything changes around it as well. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if you've never been before, I mean, obviously your opinions and your mindsets can be based on other people's experiences, which yeah. you know, sort of sometimes cloud. And, you know, the world is a crazy place. America's not necessarily the... Yeah, I like so, America. I mean, it really is. Like once you go, you'll realize that it's just America. It's a different world, really. It's, a, it's the world on steroids. Yeah. Like it really is the epicenter of the world. Yeah. It's like you're on a TV show. Like, 100%. Everything's just and crazy. Bigger. Yeah. The people are so much better, I find. Yeah. Like not, oh, nothing against Australians because I love Australians as well, but Americans are so aspirational and they're so hospitable and warm. Mm. Like well, I, because I spend a lot of time in America myself as well. So I can be walking down the street in LA um, and if you smile at someone, they'll always smile back at you. Even in like middle of like Beverly Hills, like it's, it's, they will always smile. And if you say hello, irregardless of who they are or what they're doing, they will say hello back. Yeah. Australians don't do that. Americans are very warm, open people. And they're very, as we were saying, aspirational. Mm. You tell them what you girls are wanting to do or what you're wanting to achieve. They will help you without you even asking them to. I find Australia and like I don't mean it in an offensive way. I love Australia. Mm. I think Australia is the best place to ever Mm. live and I'm so glad I grew up here. But I was speaking to a guy at a bar on Friday night actually and I feel like Australia, we have tall poppy syndrome. 100%. I talk about it a lot. And I think that's why I really struggle sometimes bonding and like when I get hate online and stuff like that, I really struggle with like connecting with people because I'm like – I want you to succeed and I want you to be the most successful person mm. that you can be, but you don't want that for me. Mm. And that's probably why I want to go to America because I feel like everyone wants to be bigger and better there. Everyone has huge lo- dreams yeah. and goals and you're taken so seriously when you say those huge dreams and goals. Like yeah, I have huge like- aspirations in life and I want mm. huge things for myself and I want to be like this amazing person. Mm. But in Australia, no one can be happy for that. No one, everyone will be like, yeah, we'll believe you when we see it. They're very no. quick kind to, of like, to judge. Sort of drag nah. you down. And that's yeah. the thing, unfortunately, 
unfortunately for Australia, it is it's probably the most toxic trait. It really is mm. unfortunately like that because of the tall poppy syndrome and everything like that as well. But it's this internal fear that a lot of Australians have and it's all yeah. a projection. So if they're bagging you, they're not bagging you. They're bagging the part of them that hasn't done what you're doing. Totally. Yeah. That's the most important thing to remember. If anyone Crazy. sends us hate, because I mean, the three of us have all been trolled. Why? Like, I'm not going to take the, if I don't know you personally, I don't take it personally for starters anyway. Yeah. But like, why would you feel the need to say that to me? Mm. Like, it's nothing to do with me. I'm just reflecting your inner. Like, that I makes just sense. Yeah. got the person behind the screen that's like typed that out mm. and gone, yeah. Who's post. got the time? I can't even reply to my DMs of my mates. I can't even call my mum back on time and you're yeah. commenting stuff on my post. So, yeah. yeah, so that's the thing for everyone to – it's part of manifestation. Also for, you know, the girls and the guys listening as well. Like if we do sometimes feel triggered by things or even other people's success or their aspirations or their wealth or whatever, well, why can't you have the same thing? Yeah. Like it's all down to mindset. It's all down to your own self-belief and aspiration and drive. Um, and being jealous or envious or trolling someone for any element of success that they have is again already showing the universe that you don't think that it's possible to have yourself. Okay, now maybe not everyone is meant to be, you know, Sam and Izzy. That's the thing. Yeah. But everyone deserves freedom. Everyone deserves opportunity. Everyone deserves to be happy at what they do and make money from it. Yeah. So if you're envious or jealous or going to give someone shit for doing that, then you're already showing that you don't think you can do it yourself or it's already the inner reflection of that you will never be able to do it yourself. Yeah, right. And don't have that mindset because you're already yeah. self-limiting. Everyone yeah. can do whatever everyone wants to do. And that's, that's what Izzy thing. and I, like we refuse to say about each other. It's like not, I, anything that Izzy wants, I'm like 100% certain that she'll always be able to achieve it. Have that conversation with your loved one. Like it's one thing to be able to listen to me do a reading or for me to ha- do a reading for you, but allow spirit to show you that they're around you. Like ask them for signs. I do it all the time as well. Like, you know, I've got grandparents and loved ones in spirit and – uh, you know, something that I do with my grandmother, I ask her to show me the most random, ridiculous things. Like I said the other day, like show me a pink octopus. Like it's impossible to find a pink octopus. You know what I mean? But then I was watching a, an ad online and, you know, a pool toys came up and one of them was a huge pink octopus. It was oh, on the screen for longer than expected. Crazy. So, yeah, like I said, it's one thing to listen to a reading. It's one thing to have a reading done for you, but start asking them to show you that they are around you. Ask for signs. If something comes into our life, in that moment and it makes us stop and think of our loved ones whether it's a song or whether it's even a person that looks like them or whether it's just something that reminds us of them that is a sign from them okay because things that are relevant to you with your relationships with you know your families aren't necessarily going to be relevant to me Mm. Uh, and signs that i get would mean nothing to you yeah if we look for signs in everything then nothing is a sign but if there's something that pops up that makes us think of them it's 100 them saying hello and showing us that they're watching over and every night before I go to bed, uh, I always ask questions of, you know, support or validation on things and guidance and clarity on things. And yeah. you'll always get the answer. Interesting. Wow. I'm so speaks- excited for life now. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> That's the best answer I get. But the universe speaks to those that listen. Yeah. Well, I don't want to listen too much because then I'm like, I'm going to be looking out for way too many signs. I'm like, David, no. <laughs> David. But, but you know, because for both of you as well, and, you know, I felt it the very first time I met you both, like your intuitions are very strong. Yeah. Like you're a good judge of character and you're a good judge of who you are. And, you yeah. know, we've all got faults. Like none of us are perfect. We all sometimes are too hard on ourselves or we have toxic traits, whatever it may be. Like that's the human experience. Yeah. It's okay to be human. So whatever you feel don't discount it or don't try and block it out. Like allow yourself to feel it, but you've got good senses and insights. So definitely listen to it and trust it. Like don't live your life 
looking for a sign everywhere or thinking, oh, my yeah. God, fuck, I need to do this by May or I need to do this. Like, live life at the same time as well. Yeah. But just know you're divinely protected. Now, one thing we need to touch on. Please. The appendix. You've got more answers for that. Well, when I was sitting, because so, part of what I was saying, like I was saying before, like I feel a lot at the same time as well. So a lot of what I feel is medically. Now, when we were sitting there before, I did get a sharp pain on my belly button as well. So for both of you girls, um, that can be a sign of, uh, ooh, not where I was going. Can sometimes be endo or polycystic ovaries as well. Have either of you dealt with that? I had cysts on my ovaries when they like went away. It was when I got diagnosed with hypothyroidism. I'm pretty sure I had them around my heart too, but they kind of like went away. Yeah, I'm not worried about your heart. So that's a good thing. Yeah, great. Uh, yeah. Happy days. So just keep on top of that. If you get sort of any sort of just little niggling stomach pains, maybe don't feel like they're going away. Just definitely get it looked at. Okay. Um, especially probably post-America, but maybe in the lead-up to it as well. So don't worry, because okay. I don't want you to think that you're going to yeah, have anything no, no, that will derail not. the trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She gets um, one stomach pain, Sam, I'm, this is my appendicitis. Oh, you know when you've got appendicitis, trust me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure I will. It's like the worst, like... It's like you get pain. told you're going to meet an American hockey player and I get told I'm getting appendicitis. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, let's go more into relationships for you. Please. Yeah. Well. I know. we. Um, oh, I love, love. I'm going to be Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. I want to know what you're yeah. <laughs> I've been single for a couple years now. I love love. I very much believe that I will find love this year. Like, I'm not worried about it at all. Literally, I was about to say, because I think the second half of the year in particular references relationship changing and switching around. I'm still very drawn to Sydney for you at the mm. same time. It doesn't mean you have to live there, but it, it means it's someone that is connected so you could live there. They want you to... It's not a negative if you were to date anyone or if you feel connected with anyone like this. They kind of want you to stay away from sports. Yeah. Um, so guys that essentially are athletes. Um, yeah. Because I think you've got more of a business kind of energy, if that makes sense. You've got a very strong <laughs> connection something with real estate and development, which is maybe even why they were talking about dad's house. Um, but it could be like a real kind of entrepreneurial business kind of energy. Get me a Steve Jobs. Steve, well, I was actually, well, I was picturing Elon Musk in my head, but not Elon Musk. But I mean, maybe someone who's also worth four hundred mil- billion. Like, yeah. So, I the way that I'll translate it for you, I think the yeah. guys that you can have very strong connections with that really do come into your life will probably have a bit of a public image at the same time as well, because okay. they'll need to understand, you know, the world that you live in, and you'll need to understand theirs a bit better. What's as the well. guy with like actors, <laughs> musicians? Musicians. She just wants to marry Harry Styles. <laughs> yeah, well, I was about to say musicians. Yes. Okay. Um, but it could also be. You know, and this is me just saying it, but if we're going if we're going into corporate with music, it could also be like a producer, a record yeah. owner, like something like that, um, a manager, like you know, yeah, people I'm like not that. too keen on the sports. Yeah, they they really anyway, roll that so, off because I know that yeah. you've been in relationships with footballer uh, before, but they kind of yeah, they really yeah. Sort of push that away. So interesting. Uh, do you get anything about like how I'll meet someone? <laughs> we just want to know about our love yeah. lives. <laughs> oh, I love her. I think yours is definitely around the elements of travel. So like like I said, whether he's traveling or you're traveling mm. or like, you know, I know, we, you know, we're talking about America for you, but also Mexico towards the end of the year as well. Just be open to people that do come into your life when you meet them in that sense as well. Um, I think it could still be through, uh, they said referral, which I don't even know what that means. Referral can sometimes be friends. Mm. Um, word of mouth. Yeah, word of mouth or like even the apps to be very fair. I don't think that's bad for you at the same time because mm. you've got the right mindset around it. Like you're not wanting to talk to the guys for weeks and you're not nervous to catch up. You're like, mm. I like the look of you. You seem hot. Cool. Let's catch up. So that's yeah. the way to do the apps. Um, but for both of you, you are going to find what you're seeking. And I, the last thing I want to do is give anyone false hope and make you feel like you're going to have something when you're not, you know, I slash spirit. 
whatever you're seeking in relationships is so strongly connected to seeking you as well. Okay. So you'll get there. Like whatever you're wanting. I just got to be open to it. Just don't lose sight about what you want. What I want. And also most importantly, what you deserve. Uh, I know I deserve yeah, the yeah. best. Yeah. I think the thing I'm probably the most aware that I probably should do is tap more into my feminine energy than yeah. I do my masculine energy when Mom it comes to relationships. To I think I tend to, I think I just need to let, let guys do things for me. Yeah, in some ways, but you, I mean, you're both very strong switched on girls at the yeah. same time as well. So you both got the, you know, if you're going to go to the gendered part, you both got the strong dominant masculine anyway. That doesn't mean that you're a boy, obviously. Yeah. It just yeah, means that yeah. you switched on girls. So to dull it into the feminine can be handy in some certain situations, but it's not naturally you girls either. Yeah. Like the, neither of you are like the damsels in distress who needs a guy to do everything. We just want a guy who actually wants to do everything. Yes, that's exactly right. So don't, yeah, so look at it from that sense of view. You can find the dominant masculine man as well yeah. who matches you as the power couple energy. I want a power all, couple, 100%. Yeah. Well, they're singing the song by Labyrinth. You know Labyrinth, the singer? They're singing that song, yeah. Power Couple. The more that we dig, we get in there. <laughs> Are you watching so like a tonight? A Business entrepreneur. entrepreneurs in Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> you're winning the CK. And I'm just going to do like um, sports with helmets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the helmet? Come on, tell me. Yeah. But I, and this is for everyone listening as well. Like I say, especially as the psychic myself, mm. take whatever I say with a grain of salt. Totally. Yes. No, like, I don't want to because yeah. I like the life that you just painted no, yeah, but that's the thing. <laughs> but like you can manifest that yourself yeah. and you can guide yourself towards that as well because uh, there's key things in our life, kind of using the school analogy that I used before, that life is classroom for the soul. There's key lessons and key reasons and key events in our lives that we cannot avoid. That we can't do anything to sabotage it and we're never not going to get to that point if that makes sense. So life is kind of like a, a triangle, I say. Like the key points are at the top and all the pathways that we have the opportunity to choose are down the bottom. So life is all about destiny, but it's also about free will at the same time because we have the free will to take whatever path to where we're always going to end up. Mm -hmm. So the guys or the important people in your life, not even just in relationship aspects, the work opportunities, the family, like all the big events in your lives are already pre-written. What you girls are doing is choosing the path that you want to take to those points. Like inevitably, you're all going to meet a, a guy how are you choosing to meet him? How's the life going to be whilst you're meeting him? Like, that's the thing. That's completely mm. up to you. So, we all have destiny. We've all got free will at the same time. I like knowing that there's destiny. Thank you. Well, I think we should wrap it up here. No, I want to listen to him all day. <laughs> <laughs> Can I um, take you with me? Yes. <laughs> Put you in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, David, for coming onto our podcast today and giving Thanks us for having reading me. and connecting with my grandma. I cried. Yeah. Um, we really appreciate everything that you're doing. And if you guys want to do the 22 minutes to manifestation, is that sort of thing? Yeah, 22 minutes to manifest. And also the readings uh, when appointments are available all via my website, which is yeah. davidthemedium.com. Uh, and daily life as well as daily predictions and spiritual updates and all that is on Insta. Yeah. At, at, at David the Medium. Literally, that was incredible. I yeah. I'm feeling that. so good about good. life and everything. I'm feeling really positive and happy. So it's like we said at the start, there's nothing to be scared of. Yeah. No, never. No. The unknown so is the scared part. Glad I wasn't part. scared. Yeah. yeah. So glad I'm not scared anymore. I'm yeah. feeling really good about it. Well, thank you again for joining us, guys, and definitely go connect with David on socials. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.